Hey, you're 86. I'm Justin Myers, and this is a show about how bartenders handle bad situations. Hey, y'all. Apologies again for the radio silence. Last week, I was at a meditation retreat in northern Arizona. Ended up not really having internet access, which was actually kind of nice. I wanted to share with you some things I learned about internal happiness that you can use day-to-day in your job. They definitely help me stay calm and peaceful. And don't worry, this isn't going to be all new agey. I'm not going to tell you about energy fields and crystals. It's actually probably stuff you've thought about already. Let's get into it. Hey, hey, it's Fleet Week here in San Francisco. So if you hear any fighter jet sounds in the background, that's what that's all about. Anyway, I wanted to talk about some concepts I've learned about internal happiness and maintaining a calm and peaceful mind. These are things I've learned through meditation practice, but whether or not you choose to engage in a meditation practice, there's still concepts that you can use and benefit from daily at your job. Our job is really hard on us. I've done a few episodes now where we've talked about the physical challenges of this job and how we can live a more balanced life, take care of our bodies better. That is, of course, a great foundation, and it will get us pretty far. But this job is also hard on our minds. And if we don't take care of our mind, it's going to wear down and burn us out just like our body. We have to do some internal practice. In episode five, I talked with Tanya Clark about yoga and physical fitness. You can think of this like mental yoga or fitness. One thing... I would really recommend trying is a simple breathing meditation on a regular basis. This is really just sitting, closing your eyes and focusing on your breath and letting all your other thoughts just pass by. It's not necessarily easy and it definitely takes practice, but just doing that alone on a daily basis, even just three, five minutes, I guarantee you're going to feel better. I'm not really a meditation teacher, so I'll post a link in the show notes to a great TEDx talk with a guided breathing meditation and also some background information on it. So you can get the idea, but just try it right before you go to work or right when you arrive at work, if you have a chair in the office or maybe outside, if there's a quiet place somewhere. I know bars are not always the most peaceful places, but just find somewhere you can sit for a couple minutes. I try to sit in my office and do this for a couple minutes before I go on the floor. And I can't tell you how much it helps me. I'm so much more calm, present, I react much less. Humans are reactionary creatures. It's our nature. It's that really old part of our brains from the time when we weren't on the top of the food chain that responds to threats. But most of the time now, hopefully, The threat we're feeling is just a feeling. We're usually not in that much danger. And if we can slow down just a little bit, we don't have to react. Our mind is more peaceful. We're less stressed out, happier, and able to do our job more efficiently and enjoyably. So how do we do that? Well, it takes practice, like most things do. Again, taking care of your body and doing the breathing meditation is going to give you a good foundation to work with. But when we're in those stressful moments, you know, like when 25 people walk in the same minute that the dishwasher is flooding your prep room, or 
you break a glass in your ice well when there's that really impatient customer who's been waiting a long time. Uh, we need something to go to to keep us calm and keep us from reacting. So I'm going to talk about one concept. You can actually think of this as an object or a tool. I find it easier that way. The the same way you grab a strainer when you need to pour a cocktail, you can grab a mental tool when you have a stressful situation. One of my favorite mental tools is called compassion. And I'll explain with an example. So last night, actually, I was behind the bar. And we have one of those newer point-of-sale systems where you can pre-authorize credit cards when people open their tab. Uh, and then you just hand them the card back, so you don't you don't need to swipe it again. They just have to sign it. So this woman came to close out her tab, and I hand over the iPad for her to sign. Say thanks very much. Hope you enjoy the rest of your evening. You know the usual thing. I move on to the next customer, but she's still standing there, and in kind of a short, mean way. She asked me for her card back. So I said, oh, I'm pretty sure we gave it back to you earlier when you started the tab. And then she got even more frustrated and pretty rudely said that I didn't. So my coworker says, hey, no problem. Let me double check. He looks for it. Yeah, I don't have it here. Would you mind just double checking that you don't have it in your wallet while I continue to just make sure that we don't have it anywhere else? So she kind of scoffs again and then turns around to look through her wallet and then without saying anything, just walks out of the bar while my coworker is still scrambling around looking for her credit card, uh, which we had already given back to her. It was pretty rude, and both my coworker and I at first were a little upset. But then he actually said something that helped me grab this tool of compassion he said, oh, so we just did our job, and she was just embarrassed. Um, and th- that's kind of exactly what I mean by compassion. We could have reacted and got really pissed off about that, and which would have made the rest of our night shitty, and then we probably wouldn't have taken care of our other customers because we'd be in a bad mood, and you know they don't really deserve that because they weren't even involved in this thing. But instead, we were able to think about compassion. We thought, yeah, that probably was pretty embarrassing for her you know i can think of plenty of times when i've been embarrassed and just wanted to run away in fact i've probably done something like that myself before you know it didn't it didn't mean that it was right for her to treat us rudely when we were being kind and trying to get her her credit card but getting mad about it wouldn't have changed the fact that it happened and then it would have happened and we would have just been mad and had a bad rest of the evening. But instead, we grab this tool of compassion, this mental tool, and then we don't have to get angry. We can maintain a calm and peaceful mind. We feel better. We take care of our customers better. Now, again, this takes practice. It doesn't come naturally to us. As I said, we're, we're programmed to react. We're programmed to have this fight or flight response. So, it's going to take some internal rewiring. But if we don't do this, we're going to burn out. 
our mind is going to burn out the same way our bodies burn out. Happens to a lot of people. So how do we practice? We can start by just being mindful of this tool, trying to think about it on a regular basis. If you do that breathing meditation before you start your shift, that's a good time to think about it, contemplate on it. I would even recommend putting something physical in your well, like a little note. You can tape it to your rail where you can see it, or you can put a card in your tool bag. We had a note on our POS home screen for a while that said, never take it personally. Whatever works for you, it's just something that helps you keep it in your mind to remind you to think about it. And when you see your note, do actively think about it. Don't just let it blend into the background because then you're going to forget. you got to develop some familiarity with the idea so when you end up in those situations, you're able to grab for this compassion tool rather than just react the way most of us normally would. Because if we react with anger, it's like we're grabbing the wrong tool. You know, it's like we're grabbing a butter knife to strain a cocktail instead of a Hawthorne strainer. It's not going to work well. It doesn't work well. We know that. You need a Hawthorne strainer to strain a cocktail, and you need compassion to help you handle situations with rude customers. That's all for this week. I know this was a little bit of a short episode, but I just wanted to give you one concept to focus on because, again, this kind of thing takes practice. We have to develop some familiarity with it. So I didn't want to put too many things in one episode to think about. But I hope it helps. And let me know how it worked out for you. You can leave me a comment or you can shoot me a message on our contact form. If you go to your86.com, that's Y-O-U-R-E-8-6.com. And you'll find much, much more there. So check it out. And we'll see you next time. 